Hey, is there what I do? Welcome back to the Daily 59th Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Louie, the sketch still Rocco, and I bring on a couple of our special guests back on to the air. We have the 11-year veteran coach, newly and freshly tattooed Cyclone Heyman Go Cyclones! There you go. <laughs> and um, back onto the podcast, clean without any tattoos for the audience to know. None other than the profiling, wheel-a-dealing, kiss-stealing, son-of-a-gun, nature boy, Dylan Scott. You messed nice. it up. Yeah, I know. I had, it all, I had it all wrong. Only you only said like three parts of it. to do it. But uh, tonight's podcast episode, um, a little different from the WWE. I know you got the Fandango playing in the back. But um, classic way to start it off. Classic way to start it off. I think we're at you know episode sixty something, maybe two or three, and um, tonight's going to be about sports, and this is a very wide variety, from top to bottom, personal favorites, most impactful, and I'll have Heyman start it off, or as we like to say, cycle, and then Nature will go second because Nature has a bigger list to finish it off. So I'll swing it over to Heyman. And let's hear what he's got for his own personal most impactful. I don't want to say it's 10 to 1. Okay. It's like 14 to 1. I'm going to start off with Dallas being the Steelers in Super Bowl 30. Talk a little that bit about it. That was very, very impactful when you realize they won three times in four years. And that was that was a big deal back it is. in 1996. So. It doesn't happen. I think the last time it, it was, happened was uh, the 2000 early. If they would have beat the Niners and won that following Year before four against four. the Chargers, yeah, that would have been history, but they didn't. So they lost. Then I got, as an honorable mention, the New York Giants beating the undefeated Patriots. Okay, that was history right there. Nate, now you're a Giant fan. What, what does do that mean to the Giant organization? I mean, it means a lot because I mean, you know, there was only one team. You know that had an undefeated season. Eighteen and one in Giants, and that was the Dolphins. And I mean, the Patriots were looking to become the second team. And I mean, who would have thought that Eli Manning and the Giants would have been the ones to put an end to that Patriots run? They won four straight games. That's why I'm saying. I mean, on the road, Tampa Bay, Dallas, Green Bay, Green Bay, Favre, like minus ten degrees, and then the best team ever. Type thing. Yeah, it's like looking back at it, you could probably say that Giants team is one of the best teams of all time. Oh yeah, just because you know it's just just that whole season. Yeah, well, that's all that really matters. I mean, you know, it's not much as where you. It's yeah, it's not really as much as where you get seated. It's just who gets hot at the right time. Yeah, no doubt. All right, what do you? What else you got on that list? That's a great. That's a great. uh, The New York Yankees, nineteen ninety-eight season. Great season ever, Hockey I boy. mean, that's... It, I don't know what more I can say about that. 1998 season. Sweep, How many wins did they have? They swept the Padres in the World Series. They had, I think, 117 wins most all-time. You know, but the just, Mariners had the most all-time. Is it the Mariners? Yeah, was it, so. Oh, I think... Yeah, but they lost. Yeah, but I mean, Mariners I'm just saying, lost. like, regular yeah. season wins yeah. with Seattle. Yeah, you, um, no, you I are right. I'm saying that word. Yeah. Historical significance of the Islanders losing All right. the Edmonton Oilers there you go. when it was, it was a drive for five. They, got they lost that year. How many years did Edmonton win in a row? I don't even know. They four. Three or four. They four in a row. With, with who? Gretzky. That was like, was you know, there too. That was like the year, like the times of the dynasties. I mean, the Islanders had a dynasty then. You know, you say they Edmonton had, had a, a dynasty. It was incredible. Like, it was just the same teams that would win every year. Yeah, no, that's a... Basically I mean, like basketball. 
Wait, so the Islanders had four in a row, and then they got to their drive for five. They got to their fifth and lost. And they lost it in the fifth year. Still is the draw for five. In 2020, it's still the draw for five. When is getting off topic? When is the NHL playoffs starting up? Not until the end of July. Wow. Like basketball, baseball, basketball might be delayed. Hockey should all start off. They had everybody tested, and there's a ton of guys that were COVID. So now they're really holding off. Like these guys have to be. That's probably like the worst one of all. The playoff format makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. All right, so you got the drive for five on there. Then I had the Bulls beating the Utah Jazz, and that's the last ever shot. Jordan, that's just some, classic. Jordan was sick with the flu. He had COVID, and he made All the right. shot. I don't think he had COVID. Yeah. I'm just saying he was very sick. Flu game is in 97. Yeah, well, that's a whole nother series you're thinking of. But, yeah, I mean, over the push-off, Byron Russell. That was incredible. Wide open. That was the last shot. It was his last of a Chicago Bulls. I know he came back and with the Wizards, but it was his last of a shot. His last shot with the Bulls. And they won it. And they and that was it. Repeat. Repeat. So. Very third. important moment in sports history was Brock Lesnar beating the Undertaker. Yeah. Shut up everybody. The streak was broken. I remember watching it. And we're seeing it. Shout out Carter. What do you think, Dylan? No, I mean, it definitely is. Cause I when mean, you it's think, impactful. When you think of, you know, WWE, I mean, I think the Undertaker streak is one, you know, one of the biggest things. So, I mean, you know, Brock Lesnar ending it is definitely huge. Just seeing that, still remember where I was when I saw that and him. I mean, you just think about the audience's face. No no one really thought that Lesnar was going to win. Three um, F5s no later. No way. You ever seen the picture no of the guy not. in the white T-shirt? No way. And he's just, like, in utter, yeah. like, shock. Like, here we go. Um, but yeah, I would say Lesnar. Lesnar with The Undertaker. And then sadly Roman doing it, but I, that has no significance. Roman Here we go, we got some snacks for Nature Boy. Thank you. Also on the list, I had the New York Yankees beating the New York Mets in 2000. Mike that Piazza. was a real serious um, Subway Series. Yeah. And uh, the Mets thought they had a chance. Well... And then you bring in the Sandman and an upset. Think about that last hit. Al Leiter sucks, too. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. You I'm think about... You know, you're just hitting on all my teams in this list. I'm trying to be Literally. honest. I mean, this is history. Oh, yeah, that the drive last, for five gets crushed. That right? last got swing. To that ball. Looked like it was going out. I thought it was gone. Bernie stepped back by the... Warning track. He's like this. Yeah. No problem. Mariano wins it. It was all good. Goes down as the GOAT, really. That might have sealed it, honestly. When I think one. about the early 80s, American hockey beating Russia oh, yeah. in the Easily. Olympics. Those college kids. That's Easily. very important in history. Because nobody thought that the USSR could be beat. And no one thought the USA was going to win because it was all college players. It wasn't the NHL. It was college. Yeah, it was just a bunch of, like, no-name yeah. players, really. And the USSR is so you know, they're known for hockey. They're bred. That is, you know, Sweden, stuff like that. Yeah, so, Russia, you know, all those places, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's insane. I th- what was the score? one nothing. I don't even know, honestly. Miracle I mean, on Ice. I don't remember the, the, the final Miracle score, on I Ice. I remember they won it, and they won the gold medal. All right. It was a big deal. Keep going. Um, I'm going to switch to boxing, and I'm going to go to Muhammad Ali beating George Foreman when he fought him in Africa. And that was crazy. They were Everybody older. Thought that George Foreman's going to kill him. Kill him. Like, kill him. And kill him. Yeah. He did his little rope-a-dope, <laughs> and he took out Foreman, and wow. Soon, too. Early very, rounds. Very, yeah. Probably intelligent boxer, let alone, you know, 
the best guy on the mic, very athletic. I think probably number one in boxing of all time is Muhammad Ali. Then I would go Tyson. Yeah. And then I would, I would drop it probably to Mayweather and some other guys. Frazier. What do you guys think about that Joe match? Lewis? Yeah. Joe Lewis is Marvel great, too. Marvin, Magalus, you know? Magalus, Marvin, whatever, you know? Marvin Hagler was incredible. You know, what Holmes. I was saying, no. That thing with that match, first of all, it was later in Muhammad Ali's Yeah, he's much career. older now. Much older, but it was early in Foreman's. He fight in America, so he fought in Africa. Correct. And Foreman's in his prime, undefeated, by the way. Foreman, at this point, I think he was like 30 wins, no losses. So they were really, they thought they were, he was going to kill him. Like, not just beat him, like kill him. And yeah, who would have thought, you know Ali what I mean? Ali beat him. He was very smart. Very, very important moment in sports history. Muhammad Ali beating George Foreman. There's On so my many list, ones, yeah. totally opposite. I'm taking out Hulk Hogan beating Iron Sheik. Hulk Hogan beat Iron first Sheik belt. in 1984. First of all, that's kind of like the Iron whole... Iron Sheik, it was like culture. Started Hulk Mania. It was a lot of sports entertainment. He had the camel clutch on him. You he looked broke at that out match. of it. And after that, really set the tone for WWF for about 15 years. Until WCW, yeah. It's funny because when you look at that match, it's kind of like the miracle on ice of WWE. It's like, you know, you got Hogan who's representing America taking out the Iron Sheik, yeah. you know. For pay-per-views. Yeah. This is watching, you know, MSG on Channel 10 back in the day in 1984. Yeah. And he won at Hogan, and that was his first ever world title. And he would I got go on. more left here. I got Army years. beating Navy three years ago to break the streak. So that was incredible. Losses, was it? it was a 14 year streak, and Army, West Point. The last time eight. I think it was 2001. And if you long remember. Long time. If you remember, we went on that West Point field trip. There was in the Army Navy tunnel. They scratched out the last time they won because they were just so furious. Yeah. They lost every year. Oh, we've been following it for so long. They would lose every year. And then finally they win that commander-in-chief a couple years ago. You know, even we could just talk about that streak. What was it, three in a row they beat Navy? They beat Navy. Yeah. I think it was three no, in a row. Three. It was 16, they had the com- 17, 18. They had the commander-in-chief. this year's year they finally lost it. They had the commander-in-chief okay. two in a row, but they beat Navy three in a row. And that's why it's crazy just to think that, you know, they go from losing 14 years in a row to not even like, oh, you know, the they kick? just beat Navy once. They How beat about them three kick? in a row. My favorite moment was that Miss field goal. I was just going to say, the kick missed. My miss, that was incredible because it was, all Street the elements were there. A couple more years. It was snowing on the ground. They're trying to clear the ground. Like, what are they doing? This much. The kid kicked a perfect kick. In the it snow. It was wide left by about a foot. Maybe a foot. Maybe. Maybe a foot. Maybe. And... And they won in those white jerseys two years in a row. Kids crying on the field. It was the 10th Mountain uh, that was Infantry their best, Division. Yeah, that was their nicest jersey. It was jersey. the Mountain Infantry. It was incredible. The Pandas. It was yeah. awesome. Skiing and stuff. That was to awesome. To me, that was like winning the Super Bowl. For an Army fan, yeah. No doubt. It was incredible. If I was a solid list, I'll swing it over to Nate. I mean, definitely I have a couple What do you think about that? No, I mean, it's very fitting for the number one spot. Army. Beating Army. Navy. Where Army goes. All right, Nate, so I know you got a bigger list. Let's uh, oh, got, um, take us through some of, the, some of the thoughts on this. I got 18 moments on my list. They're not as much impactful as they are just, like, my personal favorite moments. Personal, okay. So, sure. I mean, you know, like, the first one that I'm going to start with, the number 18, it's not really big, obviously, for most people, but for me it is. And I got the Brooklyn Cyclones winning the 2019 oh. New York Penn League Championship. 
Brooklyn. And I mean, that's big because of the fact that, you know, that was their first championship. That was actually the first championship that a Brooklyn baseball team had seen since the Dodgers back in the 50s. Yeah. And then that's the future of the Mets right there. So, I mean, you know. I think the only other time that the Cyclones won it was co-champions in 2001 when they had the Twin Towers. First year. Yeah. They didn't play. They They stopped. They just stopped. They were co-champions. If they come back this year, we're gonna go to the first game because they're giving out replica rings. To all they fans. are, yeah. That was awesome. so we're gonna. You have to take off work. Yeah, I, think I don't they care where you guys are working. Playing. Sorry, Applebee's. I think they Sorry, said they're not playing this year. They did. What? I said I, I don't think they're playing this year. Nothing has been canceled yet. They're waiting for the go ahead. I thought they said that they were just doing MLB and the minors were like, like they're gonna have their practices, but there aren't gonna actually be a minor leagues this year. I guess we'll find out. So you got that one. In I don't 18. even know. I've been in touch with them. They haven't canceled anything. <laughs> Work for them? So they've got probably less than the amount office. of fans <laughs> at the games. To be honest, I guess we'll find out. What else you got on the list? Now coming in at number seventeen, another baseball moment, more local. But I got the Long Island Ducks winning the 2012 and 2013 Atlantic League championships, right. going back to back. I remember I got a lunchbox from that. <laughs> you remember that? I mean, you that's have like that you know, too? I have a couple things like that. I got the replica trophy. Yeah. On my shelf. Quackajack. I have a lot of Ducks things in that room. But no, nah, I just like that because, I mean, that is, you know, uh, Long Island's local baseball team. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I had to put that on there. Oh, I think that page is a little closer. That's why it's, you know, lower on the list, but. Now we get into 16. Number 16, and I got Team USA's women's soccer team winning back-to-back World Cups in 2015 and 2019. How come? Just because, I mean, it's. You know, this we're talking about this is the World Cup of Soccer. I mean, this is USA, and not only did they win the World Cup in 2015, but they also won it again in 19. So, I mean, it's, you know, hard to win that, and the fact that they did it back-to-back, I mean, I just, you know, like I said, I'm not a big soccer person, but I do pay attention to the World Cups. USA representing. So, I mean, just, you know, for them to go back-to-back, you know. A lot of teams are left over. I mean, Villanova, Wildcats. All right. I haven't gone yet. How about Huskies? I haven't gone yet. Number one, we're still on there. Number 16. All right. Oh, you know what this means, folks. Keep it rolling, Nate. Number 15, a moment that Heyman brought up over here, but that's the miracle on ice. I mean, you can't leave that off. I mean, don't really have to get into it because, okay. you know, he already brought it up, but had to be included on this list. No doubt. Let's see what's next. Miracle on Where ice. are we at now? What number? Top 15? That was 15, so this is going to be number 14. And number 14, I got the season that the Giants beat the Patriots the second time. They were playing. Yeah, they were playing the Jets on Christmas Eve, and they were 7-7 going into that game. And that game, Victor Cruz had a 99-yard touchdown reception. The Giants won that game to go 8-7. And then they beat yours truly, the Dallas Cowboys. To go 9-7, and seven, win the division, and then they wound up running through. They beat, oh, they yeah, killed this the Falcons was, this was, in the wild card game. This was when, hold up, I know exactly what this, this is when Dallas went on that streak where it was winning, you're in like three years in a row. Yeah, and they lost to the Every Giants, team. Redskins, and Eagles. And then, so Giants win that year. Now, then they go play the Falcons. Yeah, I'll have them later. And the Falcons only scored two points, they right? Safety. safety, I remember and that And then, game. in the divisional round, they beat... The 15-1 and one Packers. 
I remember. And then they beat the 49ers in overtime with a walk-off field goal. Kaepernick. And then they go on. Yeah. Kaepernick. And then they go on to basically do, you know, a repeat, and they knock off the Patriots. But that was just a great moment because if it wasn't for that catch, there's a good chance that the Giants – if it was not even – there wasn't a good chance. 2011. But if Victor Cruz didn't make that 99-yard touchdown catch, there's no way the Giants – Really? Would have won that game, and you Victor know Cruz. they wouldn't have been right. in that win in your ring. Solid guy. Got shot himself in the leg. Plaxico Plaxico Burris. Burris. He was on that team too. Burris. He was oh, that was in 2007. Uh, seven. Excuse me. Yeah. But Probably that was All right. That's Jets. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, baby. I mean, I just put that on there because if it wasn't Champion for that, guys. the Giants would not have, you know, even made the playoffs that year. Jets. It's a good, it's a good moment. What else do you got on it? Solid. Right, so that was number 14. So now coming in at number 13, we're going to go with um, horse racing a little bit here. Okay. And this is the American Big Farrow. Brown? American, no, no, American Pharaoh winning the Triple Crown in 2015. That was the nice. first horse to win it in 37 years. Very hard to do. Kentucky, Belmont. It's Kentucky, the Preakness, and then the Belmont. Yeah. And the Belmont actually started it off this year for the first time ever last weekend. How'd it go? The horse with like the lowest odds won. Really? The, the horse had a one to one odds of winning any one. You mean one out of one, so we had the highest odds to win? No, like it was like the lowest. Like if you put down a dollar on him, you you got you won a dollar. Oh, okay. And that was the horse uh, that won. No. So I mean, if you put money on it, terrible. You're only gonna get a dollar. <clears throat> but I mean, I had to put that on there just because, again, I'm not into horse racing, but I do follow the Triple Crown, and that was pretty big just to see that. You watch the Belmont last week? I didn't watch it. I saw the highlights. I watched out of Saratoga Springs, man. New York. Saratoga Springs. It was awesome. You saw it? I watched it. You, I watched it. Where was I? I was hanging out, watching it. Watch and win. I don't even remember. It was awesome. You probably weren't there, but that's why. Yeah. So what else do we got on? That was 13, and now at number 12, I got Odell Beckham's one-handed catch. Against my Dallas Cowboys. Who won that game? I Dallas mean, didn't win. the catch? Odell. Beckham's catch. Odell. One-handed catch. Three I mean, fingers. that is just something that I don't know if you're ever going to see a catch like that again. It's like the greatest catch. We've seen better catches since then. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Being honest, we've seen better catches. Not since then. I think so. Yeah, I remember where I was for that. I was here watching it, and uh, and it's not game. even like Cowboys won. And it's not even like oh, you know, he just caught it. I mean, he's you know, Brandon Carr, that guy's an idiot. I hate him. Yeah. He's all over Odell. I mean, somehow Odell still catches that. It's Odell now. All right. On the damn Brownies. Enough said. Browns probably the most overhyped team of last season ever. And then they didn't even do anything. Still finished below. Now, did that hit top ten or was that what was it? Oh God, no, that was like number. 12. Oh, what do you got for 11? Now at 11, I got Jeter's walk-off in his final game at Yankee Stadium. Is that good? Yeah. I thought I mean, Heyman was going to bring that one up, Jeter's again, walk-off. Again, not a Yankee fan, but, you know, from our top, oh, you know, fine. athletes list, I'm Jeter sure was my number three. Categories thing. Yeah, I don't, I can't make it all Yankees. Yeah, of course. Right? But, I mean, I had to put that on there. Like I said, not a Yankee fan, but I love Jeter, and that's just like, you know, that's a, you know, fairy tale ending right there. You, know, you play your go, final game this. at Yankee Stadium and you hit a walk-off to yeah. win the game. It was a line drive, right? Yeah, right field. Line drive single. RBI. How about a 3,000 hit? It was a home run. 
I haven't gotten to my list. So that was number 11. So now we get into number 10, and that's Exit Sandman. Oh, you got oh, Rivera's yeah. last game, and I mean, yeah, what's crying. special about I that is, I mean, too. you know, they're pulling him out, and it's Gerard, uh, not Gerard, no, no. Pettit, it was Andy Pettit and Jeter that go up to the Pettit mound. goes like this. He goes to the ump like this, guys. I mean, he walks like, like said, this. You know, Rivera looks. just breaks down at that goes point. Goes like this. I'm going with a lefty. Walks in, pulls out Mariano. Mariano's crying, <laughs> like exhausted. <laughs> Takes the ball, hugs him. Which yeah, you never just, have ever you know, seen before. It's just classic because, like you said, you know. It's, I think it was in a loss, by the way. It was. It was, it was in a loss. They lost 4 nothing in that game. They didn't even win, so it was just like we had to but get them in the, the game. But just the fact that, obviously, you know, the traditional way of it is the manager comes out. You know, you had two of his lifelong teammates come out and take him out. Come out. And it was Pettit. Nonetheless, a player and Jeter. And Jeter. The greatest yeah. of all time. Mo's the man. We should, we should do that. Top five. Greatest MLB closers. Yeah, we should. Well, number one. That sounds like a great. Be. Number discussion. one should be unanimous. Literally. We all know it's Mariano. It's not. That's not even like a question mark. Yeah. But there's so many other great closers. Wow. I like it. All right, what do we got for number nine? Number nine, I got Jeter's three thousand pet. Wow, Yankee fan. Okay. Not a Yankee a fan. Yankee fan. Yeah, major Yankee fan. He hasn't said anything about his guy, Mr. Wright. I know. David Wright at all. It's not really being a Yankee fan just for liking two, you know, arguably the two greatest baseball players of all time. Like, I That's hate okay. everybody else that's ever played Jeter for the Yankees. Too. They're not even doing the whole fan for him this year. It sucks. Literally, Jeter and Rivera, the only two Yankee players that I actually have respect for. I'm going to get you a Jeter shirt next year. But I mean, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am. But I mean, you know, I've always said that, you know, even, even when I was younger, I hate the Yankees, but I love Jeter because he's just a class athlete. And but, you're a Yankee fan. No, just like you said, the hit, you know, a home run. Like, I mean, just oh, the guy that caught it, I think you gave it back to him. Just like the walk off hit. It's just like, you know, fairy tale ending right there, you know? You could just have a regular, you know, single up the middle for your 3,000th hit. No, he has to hit a home run. There's only three players to do it. You know who it was, Heyman? Hey, Rod. 3,000 what hits? That hit the home run for it. Jeter? Who are the other two? Pete Rose? No. They're all, they're all Yankees, actually. David Justice? Definitely not. A-Rod? A-Rod. Thank you. I just said that, too. Okay. So who was the first one? Kissed on plate? Yankee? Not at the time, but he has been a Yankee. Luke Garrick? Uh, okay. Gary Sheffield? Wade Boggs. Gary Sheffield. Played for the Mets, too, at one point. It's great. Wade Boggs. Think about Wade Boggs. I think he's probably as good. I know. He always plays with him and puts it out. Yeah, chill. All right, so what else you got on the list? That was number nine, and at number eight, I got Nohan. Nohan Santana's no-hitter. I remember that still, yeah. I mean, that is the first and only no-hitter in New York Mets history, I mean. And it was just fitting that it was, you know... On their 50th season, that Santana threw the first no-hitter. Yeah, Johan. Santana. All right. You, you remember what number he was? 37? Cheated to Johan? 57. I don't even remember. It's been so long since he Did played. Did he play in the World Series? No. 57, Johan. He was tired. Like, like, DeGrom in there and then and uh, Murphy. His run that he made with all those home runs. Yeah, Marvelous. 2015 was his year. Skitchalicious. 
All right, you got Murph in there? What number we'll are you? See. What number are you? That was number eight, so now number seven, I got Tonelli to Nystrom, the New York Islanders winning the 1980 Stanley Cup. Nice. I mean, you know, I'm, wow. you know, that basically goes along with all four of their cups, wow. but I mean, that was the first one, and I just, you know, you remember, I just remember, you know, seeing the video and it's everything, and just the call is great. Ken Morrow, Billy Smith. John Tonelli, Bob Nystrom. You know, I met Ken Morrow when I was a kid. Was and nice. you never even knew this guy was a hockey player. He was just a regular guy. Really? He was hanging out my father's summer barbecue at his work. I'm serious. The guy came out, I'm like, who's this guy with this beard? Uh. And everyone's getting the photos, like, oh, all right, he seems nice. That's funny. Ken Morrow, gentleman. Very humble. Ken Morrow. Isn't that a superintendent? <laughs> James it Graham? Ken Morrow was Ken Graham. No, but, who, but who was Morrow? Dr. Morrow, right? Um, Tony Morrow. Tony then. Anthony Morrow. Tony. Yeah, yeah. I'm mixing up two guys. Yeah, All right. you are. Superintendent Morrow. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What else have we got? Now, are we in the top five yet? Yeah, we're at number six now, so we're almost oh, there. We're not quite there yet. Number six, I got uh, Mike Piazza's home run after 9-11. Wow. I mean, that call is just something else. Yeah. Dead center field. He holds his bat. He's looking at it. Yeah. <sighs> no guy's doubt. guy's a beast. It's a, great, it's a great pick. It's incredible how the Mets got him. Dodgers. Yeah. I think he went into the hole as a Dodger. No, he went in as a Mets. Did he? He got the Mets shirt. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Two of them. Who was the guy that went in as the Dodgers, though? No. You know who went no in idea. recently and uh, I think went in Baltimore? Oh. Musina. He went in as Bolt, first player ever. To No, to go in as neither. What? Yeah, because I remember when we went to Cooperstown and we were Bolt, at. No logo. They had the shirts and they had, like, Bolt, a shirt with him in an Oriole jersey and then the same shirt but him in a Yankee jersey. Literally the same That's shirt, terrible. just he was wearing a different a jersey. Cena. There we go. Alright, so now we get to the top five. Number five, I got Bill Buckner lets it go five hole. Right and through the legs. The Mets win the World Series. I mean, they were one strike away from losing the World Series, the Mets. Game six. They should not have even won that World Series. Got that glove down, scooped it up, stepped on first base. It's over. That's what I'm saying. They Ritter were really one strike Bam away. Is over with. They were one. Sh- it wasn't even like champion. Thing. It's one strike away. All that was all they needed was one strike. Clemens was good that year. Buckner too. lost it for all of them. Yeah, simple error. Changes errors happen. But you know games. that wasn't Game Seven. They still ended up losing. Six. They still ended up having to win another game. The Mets, you know. No, yeah, but People it was the fact that. that. Yeah, but it was the fact that if Buckner had gotten Momentum, that ball, though, the game would have been over right there. Momentum shifts. The Mets, if it wasn't for that, the Mets would have never even had the opportunity to win it. Just think about that. If the Red Sox won Game 7, that is so irrelevant, that play. It's, it's, I agree. You know what I'm saying? But, but since they, they lose choked. it, it's the biggest play. No one knows who lost Game 7 on the mound for the Red Sox. It's always well, Bill Buckner lost it. Was it 2004 game. when the Red Sox won? It's yeah, actually, Yankees you know, it's funny. 3-0. Oh, that's they choked. Yeah. That's the biggest choke. They're the first team ever. Yeah, we should do a podcast. Three zero to choke Boston to sweep them in four Atlanta games, Falcons. and then they swept the World Series. Yeah, it was the, no, that was the biggest nightmare. It's funny now that you say that because you're right. No one even talks about oh how the Mets won the World Series in Game Seven. They just talk about how Buckner blew it for so the Red I Sox. I play baseball. Think about. 
no no one knows the starting pitcher who blew the game in Game Seven of that '86 World Series. They gotta just blame it on Buckner in Game Six. Yeah, he but could have went five for five in Game Seven, Buckner, and made up for it. But it doesn't matter because he's just matter. synonymous with that. Yeah, because World of the series. fact that if again, if he made that play, it's over. The if. Red Sox win. They lost that World Series solely because of him. Right really. through his legs. Can get any easier than that. Now we get to number. It wasn't he like died. he had to make a hot. He died last year. He did. Yeah, he, he did? died. All right. Yes, he died. How bad? I didn't know that. I'm yeah. sorry. No, he died. Bill Buckner. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, number four. Rip. <laughs> number four. You guys might not know much about this because you don't really care for hockey that much, but I got um, the Florida Panthers versus the New York Islanders in the first round of the NHL playoffs from 2016. Now, the series, the, the Panthers were the one seed. The Islanders were a wild card. Oh, wow. The Islanders are up three games to two in the series. They're at home. They're down a goal with less than a minute left in regulation. There's a whole scramble for the puck in front of the net. It comes loose. Nobody knows where it is. John Tavares comes skating off the bench, puts it in, and with less than a minute left, they tie the game. And then in double overtime, Tavares scores the game-winning goal and How gave the Islanders. How could you Tavares? He did so much for that franchise. Well, I'll explain that in a minute. He didn't really. They never even won anything. They won one playoff series with him. But that yeah, was but just that was just significant I mean, for me because that was the, the first time. Pierre Turgeon was there and Brett Lindros. There that was, was a lot of guys there, and they couldn't get yeah. past making the playoffs. But that was the first time the Islanders had won a playoff series in 23 years. Yeah. But the thing with out. Tavares is because he told the Islanders, don't trade me, I'm going to sign with you guys. And then he, on the first day of free agency, left. Like, obviously, him being a big name, they could have traded him during the trade Four deadline and go? got a big name, Toronto. His hometown. Instead, he lied and said, no, don't trade me, I'm going to stay. And then first day of free agency, he walked. No, they weren't even offering him the most amount of money. The Islanders were. Oh, so he just wanted to go back. He took the, home, right he took the hometown discount. Wow. So he really wanted to go The Islanders were giving him more money than anybody. Have you seen the construction on that at the Belmont? It looks really nice, actually. It looks really big. It's nice. It's, it's right nice next arena. to the really? horse racing. I wish I got involved in that. I would love to have gotten involved in the It's not too far from that. here. What? It's not too far. Better than Brooklyn. Oh, God. It takes a 30... 32 of the LIE. I was going to say maybe the 33, yeah. Not it's too far. right it's off right the LIE Delphi. there across Island. It right. would have been really nice. All right. Number three. It's number three. <gasps> another moment that Heyman brought up. And I got Army beating Navy in 2016. First time. Like you said, you know, ending that 14-year losing streak. What grade were you in? Ninth or 10th grade? Well, I want to say... I'm going to say 10th. 10th? Yeah, I think so. Because 10th, 11th, and 12th, you guys are like on top of the world. No doubt. And yeah. we saw college, and they suck. Yeah. Well, they had a tough year last year, a lot of injuries. They started off good, too. They looked promising. Wow. They took Michigan into overtime, so we're never going to know. Hopefully this year, I'm sure Jeff's got some tricks up his sleeve. He's a good coach. Now we get to number two. Let's hear it. Number two, I got the Mets win the 2015 pennant. It's a very Talk about it, This is the only time in my life that I've seen the Mets make it to the World Series. Well, let's talk about this. You're in 10th grade at this point? Ninth. I mean, just that whole season. I mean, the Mets pick up Yoannis. Exciting. The Mets pick up. You know, the thing about this is everybody talks about Daniel Murphy, Daniel Murphy, Daniel Murphy. 
he got them to the World Series. But if it wasn't for Cespedes, the Mets would not have made the playoffs because the Mets were nowhere in position to make the playoffs until they got Cespedes. And Cespedes basically won every game for them. He's healthy now this year, and because of the rules, he's strictly going to be a DH. Yeah, because he can't play the field. He's terrible. He has a great arm, but if he takes one he's step the wrong that, the way, he's the first play to, yeah. of the World Series? Sucks, right off his glove inside the park home run? Yeah. Summed up oh that whole series God. right there. Escobar, the Mets. literally right off his glove. Inside I mean, the park. Escobar. And you look yeah. at Alcides Escobar now. I think he signed like a minor league contract yeah. by some team. He's not even any. He's not even a baseball arm, you know. Yeah, that's a great moment, especially coming over, having seen yeah. the World Series. But, I mean, you know, you ask, you, know, you do the rapid-fire questions. You know, I always put the Mets over every other team. So, I mean, for that to be the one and only time in my life that I saw them, I mean, I had to put it up there. And now we get to the number one spot. Before you go there, I did take the time to talk about something. I wanted to remember David Wright and his all-time numbers. Here we go. Here's David Wright's all-time numbers. Tell me if you think he's a Hall of Famer. You ready for this? 970 RBIs, 242 home runs. To me, to get into Hall of Famer, you got to get minimum over 300. Okay. 242. His batting average, 296. He's below 300 for career. He's not a Hall of Famer. We've discussed that. Uh, he's a Mets Hall of Famer, but he's not. He's not a. They're going to retire his number, the Mets. And his number of hits, 1,777. That's David Wright for you, guys. I mean, David Wright. And this is not something. Look, I got to start off the Mets website. He was a terrible career, dude, to be honest with you. He got hit with a lot of injuries, though. He had a good career. career. He had some terrible Mets teams, right? And by the time they got far, he was done, dude. Hall of Fame, you're 3,000 hits, you're like 400 home runs. He blew it for them in the World Series. I don't think he had he a chance. An impact. Was he an impact player? Nope. No. No. Not at all. Well, I think he was also coming back from that spinal stenosis injury that year, so like no one expected him to do anything anyway. But now getting into number one, that's the Giants winning Super Bowls 42 and 46. Because they is the only team that I like that I've seen win a championship in my lifetime. Wow. I mean, they win Super Bowl 42 with the David Tyree catch and then the touchdown by Burris, and then they win 46 with the Manningham catch and then the Ahmad Bradshaw touchdown run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to put those on there because, like I said, you know, that's my favorite team, you know, along with the Mets, and they got two championships. The only team I like that I've seen win a championship thus far. I thought it was a very good list. I thought it was a good list, to be honest. Yeah. I thought it was good, I and I had – um, I have a bunch of different ones, and I did a both a mix of you know favorites and really just impactful that I have off the top of my head that we didn't bring up. And when you think history and impactfulness in a sport, now I'm a boxing guy. You got to bring up the Mayweather-McGregor fight. That's history. We're talking about the best ever in boxing, as literally it's his model thing. Who's 49-0 on the line going for the Rocky Marciano 50-0 record against the best in the MMA world, UFC, meeting up in a boxing ring, biggest stage of them all. I mean, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars just for one fight. Very, very intelligent. Great. Excellent businessman. Great and, businessman. And probably, you know, one of the best I can't stand McGregor. I would say McGregor. Think oh, sorry, Mayweather. Mayweather, not yeah. Ma- not McGregor. So you think, and everyone, they're both excellent on the mic. Oh, incredible. 
I'd probably give it the, the edge to McGregor. The oh, the the, the, the build-up yeah. back and forth was probably the best. See, I think everybody knew. Unless, it was like a WWE match. Yeah, unless what unless do you think, Dylan? unless you really loved McGregor, I think everybody knew Mayweather was gonna win. He's a boxer. It's his. He's forty-nine and zero. McGregor was in there for the money. He didn't care yeah. if he won no, or lost. No, but he he made it all the way to the end. It was a decision. It, no, he knocked him out. It was tenth round TKO. They wouldn't let him fall. I hate that they do that now. But I had that on there, and I had another one. One of the... All right. One of the most controversial. But, like I said, this is impactful, this list, so you can't argue. And this could be very high on anybody's list. And that's what Colin Kaepernick did a couple of years ago. Taking a knee during the National Anthem. Wow. I mean... It has started him. a movement in the world that now people are looking back that didn't understand what he did yeah. and saying, he had a... wow, look what he did all these years ago. I don't like him. I'm just saying, you have to, dude, that is like... You know what the thing is? It's not that you have to like him as much as to respect Think about what he, what did. he was talking about because now that is what the we're in a lot of problems. Yeah. No, I know, but I feel society. like the way I look at it is and you they should be addressing are it now. making a living and... In here in America, and the least you can do is stand and put your hand over your heart for this country, this national anthem. Instead, you knee like an idiot. Yeah, it's definitely a kind I mean, I see problem. where he was coming from, but it's kind of like one of those things where, like, if, if it wasn't for this country, you wouldn't be playing football. You wouldn't be making money. God knows where he would be. Another one I had on the, uh, on the list for a personal favorite was... San Francisco Giants. Wow. Three out of five years. Panda Bear catching. Panda Bear. The um, Travis Ishikawa no, walk off home run to win the it's, pennant. It's our number one pitcher. Oh, Matt. Well, I was saying, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say in Mad Bum throwing 300 pitches. What year was Four it games. that um, Ishikawa hit? Oh, was it 2014, I think, when he no. hit the walk off home run to win yeah. the pennant? Bum Gardner, guys. Bum Gardner's so arguably the greatest postseason pitcher of all time. I don't even think it's an argument. I mean, it didn't matter when they put him in, he was able to get the job done. Bum so, Gardner, I don't know how he did it. Never got Tommy John. Yeah, I have no idea. Now he's on the Diamondbacks. So Single-handedly won that. Chapman won it for the Cubs a couple of years ago. He almost Four blew it, games. though. Chapman came in and pitched. Yeah, he almost blew it. Remember he gave up the it doesn't matter. to he Rajay almost. Davis? Almost. I don't like Chapman he either. He's another yeah, one. He back. single-handedly won it. He, he, he won four games. straight games. You never Chapman see that in a closer. Yeah. Chapman, I don't... I'm talking like multiple innings a game. Oh, yeah. That was incredible what he did. And then what happened? They kept him in after he gave those home runs and he settled down. Yeah. I don't like him. And then the Yankees got him back after the season because that was... That was like runs. the biggest yeah. steal. That the the Yan- that was the biggest steal for the Yankees because they also got... When they traded him to the Cubs, that's where they got Glaber Torres from. Yeah. He's doing good. But I don't like him because wasn't he, didn't he, um, like, beat up his wife or something a couple years ago? Oh, yeah. Like, that's why I don't like him because that's just, you know, really? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Not because of what he does on the field. She didn't press right. charges. I don't know why. I remember that. Why would you not? Uh, Where are we at now? A couple more on the list that I also had that I wanted to uh, bring up. And when you bring up uh, in recent memory impactfulness on especially football, <clears throat> That 28 to 3 blown lead, Atlanta against New England. Oh my gosh. Julian Edelman catched the end. I mean, that was, the th- was, that was almost the end quarter. of the third quarter. It was fourth quarter. I, I still. I think that's when 21 points in fourth, in fourth quarter? 
I mean, all they needed to get was the first down. You can't down. even spec Matt Ryan well, anymore. Yeah, I know. Like, did you remember yeah, the yeah. catch by Julian Edelman? That's the biggest choke How of he all managed time. to keep that That's off the ground. Ones. Biggest chokes of all time. Yankees? That could be number one, the Falcons. And, and the Falcons are one and two right there. It's bad. You know, if you're saying, like, oh, it's 23, I mean, 28 I'm to 3. I didn't think he was going to get swept. He was confident. I got the greatest team of all time. And I'm sure after that season, he was like, I can't believe we just got swept. The first team in history. And then you look at the Falcons. And you're the looking NFC, like, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a Super Bowl. If you, you know, if it was like 28 right? to 3, like yeah. in the first half, okay. But, like, I remember you look at the picture. You see it all the time. It's like 28 to 3 with, like, 219 left in the third. Like. That's terrible. How are you winning by that much? Going into the fourth quarter, and yet you can't even hold on for 15 more minutes. I got uh, another one that involves football, and that was a good one. That's a great one, and that um, one. that's the um, AFL NFL merger. Okay. Vince Lombardi's Packers and the NFL taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, who's representing the AFL. The first ever Super Bowl. Wasn't even called the Super Bowl at the time, and um, it's not till after that they ended up naming stuff like that. You know that without that, there's no football today. I think what really made it more precedence was the Jets. The Jets took on Baltimore. Well, that they right? took on and arguably one of the greatest in Unitas, and, and the AFL was the last. What happened to He made that prediction. The guarantee. We're gonna go on. We're gonna win this. The guarantee. And to that think, very that's the only Super Bowl that the Jets have ever won. The and third one. What was the score? 16-12? 16-7. And the only reason they even got seven was because they scored in the last, like, two plays of the game, Baltimore, and because they let them score. So it should have been a shutout. Wow. And um, another thing about that was Namath didn't even throw a touchdown. It was actually all rushing touchdowns. I and just remember Joe walking off the field with his finger up, number one, mm-hmm. and that really made... That, the AFC versus yeah. the NFC. AFL. I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. And that leads me right into my other thing. We're New Yorkers. That 1969 New York sports year with you had the Jets, you, oh got, you got the Mets. You got the Jets, the Mets, the Knicks. The Knicks. Right? Just think about that. I wish I was here for that. Because you got the Knicks with Walt Frazier, Willis Reed. Um, you got um, Dick Barnett. All on this. The Mets won it all with Seaver. Yeah. 69. It just must have been an incredible year. And then you have Namath running Broadway Joe. So the 69 New York sports teams is one that uh, goes down in history overall. I agree. You know what I'm saying? The Knicks have done nothing since. Nick Power, one of the literally one of the worst time. teams. Like, I think I think Knicks fans hate the Knicks. Like that's I how mean, bad they are. And uh, they've gotten close. You could taste it, and then and then they lose in the championship. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, uh, so I put that one on it. Uh, why not to shake it up? And last year we enjoyed the Toronto winning. Mm-hmm. Isn't that sad? Yeah. Toronto the Raptors winning. They beat the Warriors, which I hate. Their first ever. Awesome. And I could put that on the list. Why not? It was an honorable mention, but Toronto winning their first ever championship with Kawhi. One one year he was there, and he brought him a title. You know, enough said with that. I mean, insane. being there as Pretty well much. is personal. It was favorite. insane. I'd go again. You know, that was cool. Hanging out there in the restaurant, 
and they clinched and they went to the finals. Yeah. We've never experienced that before in, in uh, NBA. And seeing it in another country, yeah. in Canada, is pretty damn cool. Another one that I want to talk about, it's, you know, you don't like to talk about it as a Yankee fan, but you think about the dynasty in the nine, in the late 90s for the Yankees, arguably one of the greatest sports dynasties of all time. You know, they win it 96, 98, 99, 2000. They get back there in 2001, and you got to talk about Mariano blowing it. Luis Gonzalez hitting that walk-off. Who would have thought they're up 2-1? to one. You have the greatest pitcher of all time, and he can't close the door four years in a row. You know, Jeter was playing in on that play. You know, but I yeah. Think Gonzalez, dude. And I've I'm seen just it saying. so many times. Jeter's like, if he backed up and he was playing in his position, he would have made that catch. Who knows? What but I, because there was only one out, loaded a man on third, yeah. everyone's playing in to make the play at home. And a little blooper one. Went right over his head. But that's another, you know, wow. You know, think about that. You know, that's a crazy moment. I remember that. Yeah, how was that, watching that live? You know, I'm a little kid. It was incredible. I'm not even it was yet. actually depressing. I'm a little kid, he I says. I was seeing that in my Late home 90s. Was seeing it, I was like, I, I, I'm telling your mom, and I was like, we just lost. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. Mariano was lights out. It was game seven. Ninth, ninth inning, by the way. They were up two to one. It's walk off. You know, yeah, it was so. tough. And um, I got two more on my list. One that I want to bring up. When you think we were talking his- history with sports, you have to think. I have two and one right here. And that's cheating in baseball with what the Astros just did. With the, I mean, think about that the technology. You know, you're talking about, buzzers. you know, you're talking about impactful moment. Didn't say it had to be a good moment. Yeah, that's history. No, it is history, and it's a shame that you got a number two on your list. Yeah, like it was with you. It's just uh, overall just talking about it. I, that's incredible to think about the, that they never got caught, and nevertheless, they only got caught because someone had ratted them out. Former players on their own team. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, that... It's just terrible what happened. And that could tie into... Um, you think about the 19... Ni- the 1919 Black Sox with Shoeless Joe Jackson. And he's not allowed in the Hall of Fame. And, um, you know, throwing the game. Not Pete Rose betting on the game, but losing the game on purpose... You know, it's you don't see that. This is back like Cincinnati Red Stocks. Can you imagine that? I mean, you're a pitcher throwing the you're game. A college pitcher, someone coming to you saying, "Listen, for money, like." It's... I mean, you as an athlete, and you know, I gotta get this one for my team, for myself, and and potentially blowing it. How would you feel? Yeah, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. I don't care all the money in the world. You gotta win, right? bad. You know, as you're actually saying these things, I mean, I was thinking of a couple other moments in my head. You know, you mentioned, obviously, the Astros, but, I mean, you can't forget about the Patriots Deflategate. Oh, with um, Brady, Brady the deflating the ball. He got the suspended balls. for that. And they still went 4-0 to start know, the year. This is ridiculous. And they still won the Super Bowl I mean, that year. That's so ridiculous. I mean, a ball that's not the regulation weight. You still gotta make the catch. You gotta, you gotta block. I mean, 
They're always going to go after Brady. I'm sure this year they'll go after him in Tampa. And then, you know, you think of another infamous moment. How about um, Steve Bartman? Oh, the Cubs. Chicago Cubs, the guy, the oh, fan. Wow. The fan. That's another infamous moment. They were supposed to win that game. That's what I'm saying, and, you know. They were supposed to win that game. You know, I, And they I, blew it. Like, they gave up, like, eight runs. Another moment. It's unbelievable. The Miami Dolphins going undefeated, of course. The only undefeated the team. The only team ever to do it. They got to be mentioned. Shula. The only undefeated Rip. team. And then, you know, you even mentioned, like, with the 69, I mean, you can even look back, you know, 1994, both the Knicks and the Rangers playing in the finals. I mean, the Rangers won the Cup, the Knicks, Knicks didn't win lost. the NBA finals, but, I mean, think how big that was for the Garden to have both of their teams playing in the finals. Undefeated teams. You know, Wasn't really many of them on that list, though. No, I'm just saying it's it was a very short list. Let's see how we're doing on time, if I could squeeze in. All right, we got 10 minutes now. I'm the only one with the rapid fire, right? Oh, yeah, I have nothing. Yeah, yeah right? nothing So if we me. could get some time to blow, Nate, you pull that up on your phone. I'll have, uh, I'll go have, I'll have Heyman go first, and then I'll oh, swing okay. it over to Nate. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get the time Here to blow, go. and, um, we'll get it rolling. Yes, sir. All right. Screaming. Here we go. Perfect. 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 Fine. All right, so we were talking football. Damn it. If you weren't a part of the Dallas Cowboys fan base. Would you rather be a part of the Ravens or the Seahawks? Ravens. Baltimore. Ray Lewis. Alright. That was a good one. Now how about this one? Out of the three Army wins beating Navy, which one was your most... Which one was your favorite? The first? The missed field goal? Or just the beat up one? The last one? I'd say probably the missed field goal. Because that started it all. Like Super Bowl. And that started back, it all for them. Mm-hmm. And it was just incredible. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you think it was your 11th grade year, going to senior year, like, unstoppable. Yeah. Like, Superman. You know? And then we went to that, your senior year. Where'd they go? 11-2 and two that year, then? You literally predicted it. You were like, they're not going to lose another game after you they... Lose was it Oklahoma? You were yeah. over for that, right? Yeah. And then they wind up killing Houston in that bowl game. Oh, oh it was the highest score ever. Like 70 to 14 or something 70. like that. Top 20. So Seven. That special team. Yeah. And now three of those guys that played on that team were drafted this year. Yeah. Um, to the NFL Connor Slomka, Christensen, and Elijah Riley. Yeah, Eagles. Jaguars. And I don't even remember. I don't remember. I think it might have been um, Raiders or something. Let me keep this rolling. Um, you have four tattoos now. Which one was the most painful? That's like both. Oh, really? On the bicep? Very, very painful. Wow. It's just so detailed. The small, they use different size needles mm-hmm. depending on you know the outlining. And the smaller needle is so much more painful than the thicker needle, and they're filling it in. And uh, yeah, it was definitely painful. All right, let me uh, ask a movie-related question. Would you rather be an extra as a Jedi in the Star Wars, or would you rather be an extra to be a part of an Avenger film? Oh, that's a really good question. I'm going to say Marvel. 
Really? Yeah. Because oh. you know what? You were on the set then, you're hanging out, you get to meet Tony, you get to meet Cap. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Because just regular people. Yeah. In between the, in between the yeah, you're right. They are just regular. I'll keep it with the movies. How about this one? If you're starring in a movie, would you rather star and co-play in That Thing You Do and be, I guess, that Batman Robin guy to Skitch Patterson guy? Or would you rather be, say, a Batman Robin guy to Pat Salatano Eagles? Yeah, I'd probably pick the Silver Lion playbook. Silver Lion? Yes. Really? Yes. That's Altona. All right, that was a good one. Uh, I'll keep it rolling with this one. We've eaten all around the world. Where would you rather have a nice five-course meal dinner? Would it rather be at Benihana's? Or would it rather be at um, the place in Atlantis, Bahamas, inside, uh, nah, what was it called? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? When you walk in, it's the... Uh, it's the I think you're thinking of Turks. No, I'm not thinking... Turks had kimonos, which was a... You know, oh, am I thinking, oh they had the kimonos at Turks. Yeah, I was thinking that of something else, though. But yeah, how about that? Which stir-fry, Benihana's or the kimonos? I'm taking Turks and geckos. Kimonos. Now, what about this one? Neptunes? Or, now, think Bahamas. Um, What's that place called? Spitfire Steakhouse? Spitfire Steakhouse. Incredible. Yeah, I'll take the Steakhouse. You know what I'm saying? They had a incredible. nice... Incredible. I mean, Neptunes was great, too. But uh, Atlantis, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. And I got two more before I swing it over to Nate. Okay. And this is a WWE-oriented one. Okay. And what was more impactful, you think, for the WWE? Buying WCW, basically buying their competition, or. Back with WCW, Hogan leaving WWF and going there and turning heel, joining the NWL. I think that was probably one of the biggest shockers when he turned heel. You know, but no one would have thought. WWF buying, buying WCW because I mean that changed it. Boy, they're five. and it's a monopoly. They should never allowed that to happen. That's a problem. I know that is a problem. They should have never allowed that to happen. It's happening more and more in America today where companies are yeah. buying and just monopolizing the market because AEW right now is beating NXT every Wednesday night. They haven't lost. In ratings? They actually did. This when? Wednesday night. They got destroyed by NXT. They really? They really did destroy. It didn't even come anywhere close. Really? But NXT had a big match this week because they had um, Johnny Gargano, first week? Finn Balor. First, I don't even know. 20 weeks? I, mean, I don't even know. But this this Wednesday night, they had Johnny Gargano, Finn Balor, and Keith Lee in a triple threat for the North American Championship. So, I mean, that really put NXT over the top. Oh, so, I got, uh, we got a couple more minutes left before our time on the finish right. of the podcast. So, I, I got five for Nate. I'll give him five good quick ones. 
So you're a roller coaster guy. We've been to Bush Gardens, Six Flags, all that together. And Splish Splash, so I'll say this. Splish Splashes, Dr. Von Dark, or Nitro. Wow, Nitro. Yeah? Doesn't even compare to that. Oh, it is. Six Flags. That is like, that is one of those rides that, like, you know, it takes so long to get to the top. It's like a minute. How was it? It's good. It's, it's like, it takes like a minute to get to the top, but it's the fastest ride at the park. Wow. How about this one? So it's... And know, I'll, I'll, both can answer this. Personal opinions, who's a better overall player? D-Wade or Scotty Pippen? Mm. Oh, I'm going to go Wade. I would say Pippen. Just because, you know, he was a setup guy for Jordan. You say the same thing about Wade for LeBron. I'm going to go Pippen because he's got six rings. And I think D-Wade's I got Scotty three. on the Knicks. Yeah. He could have got a couple of rings there with John Starks and Patrick Ewing. All right, we got... I got Hello? Here we go. Is that there? <laughs> over here. Uh, who, who would you rather... What TV would you, uh, show would you rather star in? Benson or or Webster? Well, Webster's a kid. <laughs> I guess Benson's like... It looked like a lawyer. Benson's a grown man, so... He's like a damn lawyer. There you go. And you got little five-year-old kid sitting in the middle one? of the couch. What game would you rather be in attendance to? Or, um, Mets-Yankees or Islanders-Rangers? That's actually a great question. I have to go with Mets-Yankees. Just because wow. I think it's bigger. I mean, you know, it's called the Subway Series. Like, they have a name for it, whereas Islanders-Rangers, they don't really have that. What was a better movie series? Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Or their book series, Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Would you like better, the movie or the book? I mean, I have to go with the book. And I think, for starters, without the book, there is no movie. And I think they only made, like, what? Like, they only made, like, four, three or four. movies. I think yeah. four. There's, like, 14 books or something. So, I mean, you know, the books are just, I think, better. I hate reading. So do I, but I mean, those are like the only things I can actually read. Another guy that's traveled all around eating pizza. So let me ask you this. Sal's Pizza up in Cooperstown. Ooh. Or... And this is quality of pizza. I'm not saying after an army win, what's better. You know, obviously the army shades, but what's got a better slice? I think Sal's, Sal's or Shades. I think Sal's. I think Sal's might have a better slice, dude. I don't know. Shades is great, though. It's got the meat slices on it and stuff. Shades is a thicker slice. Much thicker. So much condiments on there with the meatballs, onions, sausage. There's like um, pineapple on it. It's so much. And it's the atmosphere, too. Yeah, of course, of course. But But I will tell you one thing. I'm going back to Cooperstown this week. We'll get a slice. And... uh, it's open. The Hall of Fame's open. Uh, Sal's is open. So I can't wait to get back and just get that atmosphere back of normalcy. I got uh, one more for Nate. And Heyman, if you could pull up the Vets Life just before we end. All right. And that is, you're at Cooperstown. What do you rather do? The hitting in the cages or the speed pitch? <laughs> the speed pitch. Yeah. Great memory of doing that. 
59 miles per hour. Yeah, no. bottom bottom. Right corner. So right as we finish this up, if we could just pull this up really quick, we got about 10 seconds left until the podcast Happy will end. So, yeah, three, four, five. Good night, and always remember.